Hello, welcome back to the Expert Edge. Uh, Today's going to be good, real good. I just recorded it, and it's all about the three subconscious questions that your audience is asking that will lead to a sale or them trusting you, wanting to work with you, all the goods, all the goods. Now, these three questions that you're going to discover today are so powerful. In fact, for me, going through this process of, of even just recently, really like designing what I call the, your conversion story, which is the story that you tell that leads people to want to join your offers. Um, these three questions is answered in the conversion story, right? It's so cool. These three questions should be answered in the first 15 minutes of any presentation. And when you do it, these three questions will create trust, resonance, and a willingness of the audience to want to work with you, to want to take that next step, right? So these three questions are going to change the game for you. Now, if you haven't yet, we've had so many people uh, come and join us inside already. If you haven't checked out our conversion story formula, definitely come and check that out because the conversion story formula is a short little mini program uh, that helps you to create the story that will convert your audience into your offer without needing to sell. It's insane. And what's cool is it does it in 48 hours or less. Like it's so insane. And so we've been getting just phenomenal feedback, phenomenal feedback from this. So the link is in the show notes, or you can just type in conversionstoryformula.com. Go and check that out because we've had a ton of people already join us inside. It's just going gangbusters, to be honest. Um, There's this huge desire to learn your story. And so definitely come and check that out as well. But guys, I think you're going to be blessed by today's podcast. So uh, we're going to be talking about the three unconscious questions that your audience is asking. And when you answer them, they're going to want to work with you. They will resonate with you. They'll trust you. They're going to want to move forward. So I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> let's get into it. It's going to be a sick podcast. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So one of the big areas that I've really been thinking about lately has been story and uh, and also just really getting into the psyche of what your audience wants to understand, what they need to know in order for them to trust you, to like you, and they want to do business with you. And... I was really just analyzing and thinking about what are those deeper questions that people ask so that they can get to that place to be willing to be able to work with you. And so if your goal is to create a connection with your audience on any sort of platform, whether it be a Facebook Live or a live presentation or a virtual presentation or whatever, uh, these three questions that I'm going to go through right now are the difference that makes the difference. In fact, I know for me over the years, uh, these three questions, if they're not answered, um, you're probably going to tune out, you're not going to connect with the speaker and you're not going to take that next step forward. So let's get into these three core questions. The first big question that the audience asks is not who are you, 
It's, are you like me? So one of the problems is that when most people think about their presentation and introducing themselves, they try to introduce themselves from trying to explain to the audience, this is who I am. Like, you know, I've, you know, I'm married, I've got kids or I'm not married. I've been running my business for this many years. I've got these diplomas, these qualifications. I've worked with these clients. I'm from this particular, you know, part of the world. And that's all nice to know. um, But that's not what the audience is asking initially. What the audience is asking initially at an unconscious level is, are you like me? Because think about it like this. Any presentation that you give, until you answer the question that you are like the audience, the audience will feel some level of disconnection with your content. Let me explain it. What I mean by that is that you know, if you're presenting content and ideas, and this is especially, you know, if you're a coach, an expert, a speaker, I'm not saying necessarily this is in every presentation that you do, you know, in a corporation, in a boardroom or something like that. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you're doing a presentation and you're wanting to present on a webinar or some something like that where you're presenting some ideas to prospects that you're hoping to potentially work with, these are the questions you need to answer, right? So this this first question, if you don't answer this question that or show the audience that you are like them, then what will happen is the audience will feel a level of disconnect between what you've achieved and what you can help them with because they're still going to be asking that question. Yeah, I can see that you got great results. I can see that you've got a great system. But have you been through the same challenges that I'm going through right now? Have you felt the same struggle that I'm experiencing right now? And do you now, do you have to answer that to make a sale to be able to work with someone? No, you don't. But if you do answer that, it creates a lot more momentum, magnetism towards you and towards your offer. It just makes sense, right? When you think about it, if you can answer that question of you are like them, then it's going to resonate with the audience. They're going to be more magnetic, more attracted to wanting to work with you and work with your solutions. Now, when you use the conversion story, which is my system for creating stories that sell. What happens is, is in the start of your presentation, you're going to be going deeper into your vulnerabilities. You're going to be going deeper into the challenges, into the more difficult times. So for me, when I'm telling my story, I'm not going to start in a place where I was thriving and and flourishing. I'm going to start in a place that was difficult. And for me, one of my, when I first started in my life coaching business, in fact, uh, I remember sitting on my desk and looking at my computer and I had no clients. Well, I had half a client, let's call it half a client because he would work with me every other month and pay me every other third month, right? So <laughs> I, it just wasn't sustainable and I was really struggling. And I remember feeling this tension inside of me of wanting to do something meaningful, wanting to do meaningful, significant work, wanting to make a difference, but feeling really stuck in my ability to actually be able to find clients, to work with them, to have that opportunity to grow. 
And that was when my first transformational opportunity happened, which was the presentation that I gave, my first ever presentation, which was to 137 people. And that night I got 127 of them, gave me their personal details. I followed up and signed 12 clients. And so I had a full client load literally almost overnight from that one presentation. And that was for me, the revelation of the power of a stage. And so what's cool when you think about it, if I was to start with the fact that, you know, I'd spoken on a stage and I'd, I'd converted 12 clients and, and then landed HP as a corporate client, you know, and that led to, you know, my first presentation being 5,000 people. Like if I start there, people are going to be like, oh, that's really cool. Like that's a magical moment. But, but, but the audience is going to go, yeah, but Colin, you don't know what it's like to struggle. You don't know what it's like to not be able to find clients. Guys, I remember I tried so many different things to get clients. What happened was I, I'd even gone down to my local uh, railway station. There was this like area where you would walk onto the railway. Now, there's like no railway stations in Los Angeles or very few. I don't know, barely anyone uses them, right? But in Australia, people use, <laughs> in Sydney, people use right, uh, trains. And, um, and so what happened was like hundreds and thousands of people would walk through this, this um, passageway every day. And I actually got a, uh, like a letter sized piece of paper and I stuck it up on the wall and then I cut little strips at the bottom with my phone number and my name to call me if they were experiencing the problems that I was describing at the top of that letter. And so what I did was, you know, I, I printed it in portrait right at the top. And I was like, you know, are you struggling with your life? Are you uh, working nine to five and just feeling like you're, you've lost a sense of meaning and you, and you would love to rediscover that passion in your life? Like, you know, like I'm trying to work out the hooks. This is like early days marketing, right? And then, and then I printed my name and my phone number. I'm just giving out my phone number. <laughs> to every random stranger at the bottom. And I remember coming down after, after a day's work in my office, coming down and walking down to the railway station and, and, and seeing the, the piece of paper on the, on the wall and there was no strips left on the bottom. And I thought, oh my gosh, like this is insane. This is, I'm like, that's like 30 or 40 different people have taken my details and they're going to call me and then I'm going to get clients and I'm going to be able to help people. All that sort of stuff. And what happened was, and then I looked down and around, it was kind of a windy day. And I noticed that there was like these little bits of white paper just kind of flying everywhere. <laughs> some some bugger had come along uh, and just ripped off all the, the things, like ripped off all the pieces of paper. And I'm like, oh, you idiot. Like, I'm like, some, someone's just come and ripped it off, right? So that obviously didn't work. And so I was trying all these like random things, trying to get clients. And I felt that tension of wanting to make a difference, wanting to make money, wanting to grow something and not being able to, right? And that dissonance inside of me. Now, let me press pause. Now, that story, that example is an example of some vulnerability for me. That story, that example is an example of struggle in my business, okay? And so the first question you need to answer in your, especially in your story, your conversion story, is the idea of, of answering the question of, are you like me, right? Now, the way you do that is actually you answer it through your circumstances, but from an 
internal perspective because the thing that the audience is going to resonate with most is actually the internal struggle, not necessarily your external circumstances. Because like for me, I was in a one bedroom apartment, you know, living on the side of the wrong side of the railway tracks uh, and, you know, struggling to get my business started. Now, not everyone's going to be living next to the railway tracks in a one bedroom, you know, beat up apartment. Not everyone's going to be living in that. So not everyone's going to resonate with that and be like, oh my gosh, that was exactly what I was in. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to make unconscious connections with their circumstance and they're not going to say oh well, I wasn't in a one-bedroom apartment but I was living with my parents in the basement right and so they're going to make these connections but the thing they're going to resonate with most is actually the internal struggle that you're experiencing is this making sense right and that's how you create that resonance that's how you create that you answer that first question of are they or are you like me right that's the first question so you ready for the second one the second big question you have to answer in any presentation, especially if you're going to make an offer, the second question is, is can you lead me? And so the first question is, are you like me? But the second question is, can you lead me? And so what happens is if, if, you, could, if you can create this, uh, this disparity or this kind of like, you know, this congruence almost of showing them, hey, I'm exactly like you, or I've been through challenges like you. And also, I have created this type of life. I've created this type of results or whatever it is in the area that you help them with. You can answer that question of, I can lead you. In other words, I have built the internal resilience, the internal tools and capabilities to be able to show up in a way that is inspiring to you. In other words, I am, I'm living, I'm vibrating, I am showing up on the next level. And so one of the ways that you show that you can lead someone is results, or maybe it's people you've worked with or associations you have or how long you've been in the industry. But a lot of the time, it's the results you've got. A lot of the time, it's the outcomes you've achieved or the awards you've experienced or just, you know, the breakthroughs that you've had in your life to, to actually create that. And usually I really like to find some sort of magic moment, like one of those, you know, moments where it was, you kind of turned water into wine, right? It's the, it's the magic, it's almost like a Jesus moment, right? It's like this magic moment of turning water into wine and people go, oh my gosh, he or she turned water into wine, right? They're obviously, that's not what you're going to do, but, but it's your version of that. Does that make sense? And so you have to find one of those moments in your life where you turn water into wine. And so for me, it was that I went from, you know, zero clients, basically, my half a client to 12 clients paying full and then landing my first corporate gig in one presentation. That's like my magic moment. I've got a few other magic moments that I share, but that's one of my magic moments, right? And then I can lead on to talking about the people I've coached and how long I've been in the industry and, and you know, the type of reputation I've built, all that sort of stuff. But, it, but you've got to find a magic moment. You've got to find a magic moment where, where people go, wow, they really transformed their life. They really saw a different result in their life. And because they've answered that question of they are like you and they're going, wow, this person's like me. And then they see, wow, they've also built the internal tools, resilience, decisions to be able to create a life that can actually lead me. 
Now, all of a sudden, when you do those two, you become charismatic. You become, I'm going to say that again, you become charismatic. Because, because if you have too much of the credibility or the too much of the, look, I can lead you. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a legend. I, I'm very switched on. If you have too much of that, what happens is you actually start internally repelling people. Have you noticed that? Like when people get too much on themselves, right? There's too much ego. There's too much confidence. And when there's too much of that, you actually repel people. And they and what happens is they have to fight themselves internally to, to kind of push down that resistance that they're feeling of going like, oh, this person is a bit full of themselves. Like they're a bit of a douchebag. But I can still, I can see that they're really good at what they do. So, you know, like I could probably still work with them. But if you can get the combo right of going, no, I'm just like you. I've struggled. I've been through the challenges. I've been through the hard times. And I've had the mountaintop experiences. And I've built this, you know, this result in my life. You can, if you can create and share that picture, that journey, you actually become magnetic. You become... Uh, you become charismatic. Does that make sense? And that that resistance that the audience feels of going, oh, like this person's a douchebag, you lose the douchebag effect because what happens is you've answered the question of you like them. You've been through the struggle just like them. Does this make sense? And so the second part is answering this question of can you lead me? But if you only answer that part, you're still going to have this dissonance this resistance in the audience because they're going to have to get over the roadblock in their mind of going, yeah, but that person, this person hasn't experienced the challenge that I'm experiencing right now. So maybe, maybe because they're not like me, maybe I won't be able to use their system. Maybe I won't be able to get the results that they've got. But if you can answer that question of, no, I'm just like you and I've achieved the results in my life. You, you remove that, that dissonance that they feel in their mind, that resistance, and you become truly charismatic. You become magnetic. Is this, is this helpful, right? You can see the psychology behind this, right? right? I'm obsessed with stuff that works. And this is, this is the whole process. Like, I mean, this is the whole process of the conversion story, right? So if you guys, if you haven't got access to the conversion story, definitely go and do it, right? Conversionstory.com. Because the conversion story answers this, but your whole presentation has to, has to answer this as well. But it usually starts with your story, which is why I wanted to unpack this today, right? So the second question, like I said, is can you lead me? Now, the third question is once they've answered this question of you're like me, they, they're like, okay, this person's like me. This, the second question of they can lead me as well. Then you get to the third question, which is, uh, which is, do you have a path I can follow? Do you have a path I can follow? And so if you're just a motivational speaker, you only answer the first two. Have you noticed motivational speakers answer the first two? They answer the question of that you are like them. Like, like, they, like they tell this story or this experience of being down and out, challenged, all that sort of stuff. And they answer that question of, oh my gosh, that person has been through a lot just like me, right? And then they talk about the mountaintop experiences, the breakthroughs, the, the wonderful transformations they've had. 
but they don't usually share a path, a very specific path that you can follow to get the same result. They motivate you, but they don't direct you. Now, I think that there is a really great place at a conference, at a seminar for just a motivational speaker, right? And so if you want to be a motivational speaker, that's fantastic. Like, like I'm not dissing motivational speakers. I, I think motivational speaking is phenomenal. But motivational speakers without a formula or a path to follow won't end up making the next sell, right? Does this make sense? Other than booking another presentation at another event at an audience that they haven't spoken to. But if you actually want to create continuity in your business, you need to have a path, a system, a process, right? That people follow. That's exactly what we teach in our self from stage curriculum. Like we help you to unpack that process, unpack the the formula, right? So, so this third question is, the audience is asking, is there a path I can follow? And usually that starts with the core premise. So the core premise is the one idea that if you can get your audience to believe, to buy into, then your offer or your program is the logical next step for them to get the results that they want, okay? And so, the, in fact, there, there is three, three specific ways to unpack your core premise. I'm not going to go through it in depth in that way today. But that's what we go through in Conversion Story Formula, right? So, but I want you to understand just for today in this podcast, I want you to understand the big idea of the core premise. The core premise is a sentence. It's an articulation that clearly describes the one belief that the audience must believe in order to say yes to your program or your offer. And so when you're sharing your presentation, your story, you're connecting with the audience, it's all leading back to this one idea. It's like the backbone. It's the back, it should be actually be the backbone of your marketing, the backbone of your presentations, the backbone of your offer. Everything leads back to this core premise. It's this one statement. For me, my core premise in our self from stage program, right, is that you are one irresistible presentation away from the breakthrough you've always been looking for. One irresistible presentation away. And that's been my experience in my life. That's been my clients' experiences over and over again, right? You're one irresistible presentation away. And so you have to work out what your core premise is. You have to work out what the core idea is that you're trying to project to your audience. And when you do that, what will happen is you're going to align your story and this is what you need to align your conversion story with. This is what takes your story from being an origin story to a conversion story because you've actually aligned your core premise with your story. Does that make sense? And so these are the three questions that every audience is asking. And when you answer these three questions, it's going to make them more ready to connect with you to believe you and want to work with you, to want to buy with you because you've shown them that you're authentic. You've shown them that you're just like them. You've shown them that you can actually lead them. You've got you've got the internal resilience capabilities to be able to lead them. And even more than that, you've actually got a path, a process, a formula that they can get the result that they want faster than if they were to do it alone, right? 
And so they're the three questions. I want you to write them down. You should jot them down because I think they're very insightful. They're the things that you're going to be thinking about is, are you like me? Can you lead me? And is there a path I can follow? Right. Those three questions are three questions you've got to answer. They're the three questions we answer in our conversion story formula. Um, they're the three questions you have to answer in the first 10 to 15 minutes of any presentation. Right. And so if you haven't yet, make sure to check out conversionstoryformula.com. Uh, you can go and check that out. It's uh, it's a cool little mini uh, program that we've created recently. And uh, what's cool is you're going to create, if you do decide to come and join us inside that, uh, you're going to create your conversion story, the, the story that you've been wanting to tell for years. My goal is to have you build it and even share it in 48 hours. So in two days from now, you're going to have your conversion story built. And what's cool is, You'll see it um, on the conversion story. There's also an opportunity to um, get what I call the con- uh, the offer conversion scripts. So what it is is it helps you to transition from your story into the next step, and that could be a PDF, it could be a download. And so the versatility of this is really cool because you you can share your story and literally transition straight into an offer, transition into a webinar, transition into an opt-in, transition into a, a short. Uh, a short course or a mini course, which is kind of what I'm doing now, right? Right. I know it's a it's a blatant plug, but it's it's damn good, guys. Like it's so good. We've had so many comments and feedback from it; it's insane. So uh, go and check that out if you haven't yet. And uh, hey, if you've found this helpful, take a screenshot, share it with me on Instagram at Colin Boyd. Love to hear what's been most helpful from today's uh, podcast, all around answering the three big questions that your audience is asking. Bless you guys. Look after yourself. Make sure you're subscribed and uh, we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.